0: All right. Thank you, Scott Shannon. And thanks to all of you for being with us. Let me give you our toll free number. It's 800 941 If you want to be a part of the program, uh, I'm going to have Operation Don't Let Biden Trip and Fall uh, going, going on at the White House. I mean, that's how pathetic this is. I mean, you can't even believe, you know, that that's now their official mis- mission. Keep Joe from falling again. Don't let him trip again. Don't let him embarrass himself again. Then he fumbles by the way an acronym during a Pacific Island speech uh, I'm going to give you the the specifics of all of this I, I I mean it's unbelievable even Hillary Clinton is warning team Biden they're in trouble she's worried about third-party challenges from Cornell West the no parties label uh, Robert F Kennedy jr.'s been treated like crap by the Democratic Party completely and and he's now had a meeting apparently with the the libertarians Uh The Biden world is is really, really worried about that. Uh, And also, Joey's you know, out with the UAW on the picket line today. You know, for all of you with the UAW, I'm going to tell you something. I want to stop right here. I admire what you do. I admire how hard you work. I know it's hard what you do. And if you want to know the biggest obstacle and what should be the biggest point of negotiation to me, And what is the biggest job killer? It is Joe Biden's policies. That's what's killing the UAW. That's what's killing the automakers. Now, Exhibit A, Ford had a great year. They made a lot of profit this past year, but guess what? They also lost $4.5 billion on their electric vehicle line because people don't want them. I noticed, uh, you know, AOC was getting criticized because she owns a Tesla and it's a non-union, you know, company. Uh, That's neither here nor there. She's driving the precious, you know, holy grail uh, of, you know, the left, which is electric vehicles. So I'm just telling you when you're going to see Donald Trump there, too. Donald Trump's policy. He's the guy that put the tariffs on China. And where do you think most of these batteries and a lot of the minerals from these batteries are coming from? China, you know, Joe Biden doesn't seem to have a problem. The Chinese spy balloon, what what are the consequences? Nothing. Intellectual property theft, what are the consequences? Nothing. You know, unfair trade practices, what are the consequences? Nothing. You know, you, you look at the hostility that China has shown our military and hostile maneuvers in international airwaves and hostile maneuvers in international waterways against the U.S. military. The never ending, you know, flying over Taiwan airspace, you know, threatening leading American officials for not. You better not dare go to Taiwan, basically saying you might die if you go and don't support Taiwan. But no, this White House is very, very busy now as the Biden staff is urgently working to prevent him from taking another disastrous fall. How long? Maybe they've been listening to me. Linda, how long have I been saying and suggesting this guy is one one more fall away from just the total abandonment by his party, right? Oh, my God. You've been saying it since he was VP. Yeah, that too. But, you know, his cognitive decline has gotten dramatically, significantly worse. We'll go into those examples in a minute. Um, But his staff is now working to prevent him from taking a fall again. And that involves working with a physical therapist to improve his balance, wearing tennis shoes more often to avoid slipping and using the short stairs on Air Force One. Democrats, including some of the administration, they're they're simply terrified that he's going to have another bad fall, which to them is a nightmare scenario, especially if it happens in the weeks before the 2024 election, which means that they're going to have to hide him in the basement. Now they're saying that it, the, the mission is to stop him from tripping and falling because he's struggling with spinal arthritis. Oh, now we're going to put a name to it. OK, well, how come that didn't come up in their their disclosure forms on Biden's health? All right. The, let's have a don't let our president fall down and embarrass us again. Moment. The, Amer- the American people already see it, whether he falls or doesn't fall. You know, he just he botched a simple acronym while speaking to leaders from the Pacific Islands Monday in his latest verbal blunder. You know, he got stumped as he was trying to dictate it, the abbreviation of the administration's Pacific Island Infrastructure Initiative at the White House Forum. Today As I'm pleased to announce, well, I think we have it, don't we? That we're working with Congress to invest $40 billion in our Pacific Island Infrastructure Initiative. He told the roundtable of leaders. We call it the P, uh, P, I, anyways, it doesn't matter what we call it, but but that's what it is. I'm like, man, you can't make this up. Speaks before the Congressional Hispanic Caucus, and he thinks he's speaking before the Congressional Black Caucus. Now, if if any of you have ever had the, the experience, it's actually very painful to see. People, sharp, bright, with it, together, and, and they get to older ages. And sometimes they even have now what's called early onset Alzheimer's. And these people, it's so sad to see because it, it, the symptoms are so classic. And Joe Biden the other day tells a story to a group of donors. And then just a few minutes later, tells the same story to that same audience, the same group of donors. Well, when you see people with dementia, Alzheimer's, that, that is a very similar characteristic that they have. I mean, you talk about being on, and, and, or if they, for example, ask a question, you give an answer. A few minutes later, they'll ask the same question again. And then a few minutes after that, may even ask it another time. Very, very common. I mean, he's with the Brazilian president, bumps into the, the flagpole on the way out. Whoops, I didn't see it. Well, that could have been a fall down moment then you know looks half asleep while he's up on stage mumbling and bumbling his way through every speech he gives it's getting oh you got the Pacific Islander thing play it. growth begins with a strong infrastructure so today I'm pleased to announce we're working with Congress to address 40 billion dollars in our Pacific Islands infrastructure initiative we call it the PPI, anyways It doesn't matter what we call it but that's what it is I was going to get back to acronyms, and I'm going to, I'm going to withstand not doing that, including investments in digital connectivity through the Partnership for Global Infrastructure Investment. I mean, the, the litany of errors. And by the way, notice he's speaking. is so tired. It's like it begins to get into the mumble. Or maybe to get himself up, he, he just starts yelling. Another tactic of his. Or he just starts to whisper. Just whispers. And then he digresses constantly, you know, as I learned as a kid. And my father said, Joey, and then he goes off to tell another lie about his life. I mean, it's unreal. And, you know, I'll get to some of these cuts later. But I've got cuts of apparently James Carville was on with Bill Maher. I mean, they're, they're both brutal to him by, you know, Carville saying Biden can't run for president. Seventy five percent don't want him to run again. That's a big blanking number. Carvel says, you know, finding the left to be he finds the left to be annoying. Western far left are the most habitually stupid, naive people you can only imagine. That is the Democratic Party today. You don't have moderate Democrats anymore. Carvel's saying progressive liberal Democrats are annoying, silly, and goofy. This guy knows a thing or two. I've debated him. He's smart. He's funny. Um I like him. He's wrong. But he's the guy that got Bill Clinton back on track, along with Stephanopoulos, Pagala. Who else was in that? Rom- Rombo, Deadfish. I mean, honestly, after Hillary Care flopped and Newt Gingrich became Speaker, Republicans gained the Speakership first time in 40 years. You know, they, they needed to pivot. The era of big government's over, the end of welfare as we know it. And, and how did that end for the American people? That ended with the last balanced budgets, I believe, five in a row that we had as a country, not the 2 trillion that Biden gave us just this past year alone. You know, you look at at Biden's approval ratings and numbers, you know, most Americans are worse off uh, in in decades. 91% furious about the cost of food, 87% feel the same way about gas and energy. And by the way, it's only getting worse. There's a prediction yesterday I told you about it. J.P. Morgan predicting gas oil costing $150 a barrel. You know what that means at the pump? We'll be paying way over $5 a national average for gas. That's a disaster. That is another Biden tax on top of the $10,000 per household we already pay. It's just none of it is any good. You know, I just, Operation Don't Let Joe Fall. Wow. That that is that is so frightening as a country for that is frightening to me, and it should be to all of you as well. This is you know not a good moment for this country. I don't think he is. It is obvious he's not up to this job. It is that obvious. It's that transparent. It's that clear. And I don't know why. You know, only now slowly we're beginning to see the dominoes fall. Maureen Dowd, David Ignatius, liberal Joe. Van Jones, David Axelrod, James Carville, Bill Maher, add him to the list. Certainly not votes of confidence from, from Democratic leadership. James Clyburn's tepid comments about Kamala Harris were revealing. Nancy Pelosi's comments about Kamala were like, well, Joe likes him. How's he doing? Well, Joe likes him. That's why. Well, a, a vice president doesn't do, do much anyway. I thought she was the border czar and the this czar and the that czar. You know, and it's kind of funny when you put it together with how, you know, we, they haven't even touched this yet. And I'm telling you, watch for this. When the mainstream media mob begins to sound like me and other conservatives. But, but I think we've been hammering this more than anybody. Linda, I may be wrong. I don't listen to a lot of other media, but we certainly have been hitting it hard on the issue of the Joe Biden Bribery, money laundering scandal allegations. It's so funny to look at this list of Democrats now. What are we up to 18? Uh, yep. Warnock now joining on board. Fetterman got the ball rolling. Sherrod Brown, Ohio, Welch, Vermont, Baldwin, Wisconsin, Tester, Montana. Casey, Pennsylvania, Rosen, Nevada. Warren, Warren, Elizabeth Warren. Heinrich, New Mexico, Booker, his, his own fellow New Jersey. Senator saying he has to go, talking about the issue of Menendez, Klobuchar, Kelly, Bennett, Markey, Gillibrand, Hassan. Uh, what's the Hawaii senator's name? Morano? Did I say that right? Murano. Senator Warnock in Georgia. Wow. That's I tell a big you what, list. Warnock's got some. He's uh, <laughs> got some nerve considering all the stuff that's out there about him. Okay, now we're dealing in the case of Bob Menendez and it's interesting that he breached official duty in a way that benefited the government of Egypt. okay, what are the accusations? What are the evidence they have? And they the indictment re- reveals that they had hundreds of thousands of dollars, four hundred eighty thousand to be specific. That was paid to them another 70 and they found that what's interesting is it reveals that federal agents had a search of his home, discovered, You know, all this cash, all these gold bars and a safe deposit box. All right. They found $480,000 in cash at his home, largely stuffed in envelopes and hidden in closets uh, and a safe. They discovered another 70 grand in the senator's wife, uh, senator's wife's deposit box. Some of the envelopes contained the DNA belonging to, uh, you know, the people involved in this scheme. So they claimed. I believe you're innocent until you're proven guilty. Cash located in jackets with Menendez's name stitched on them. You know, meanwhile, he's kind of, well, I just, you know, that's how I save money over the years. I've just put away all this money and all this gold. And then we find a Google search, kilo of gold price. So when he was given the gold, he said, oh, I wonder how much these are worth. Oh, that's not too obvious. So they want, you know, in this case, you're talking about oh, maybe $700,000, somewhere in that range. Okay, in the case of the Bidens, both Nancy Mace and James Comer said for the Biden family alone, it's going to be north of $50 million with all these, you know, China, Russia, Ukraine, Kazakhstan, uh, Romania, Mexico. What did any of those family members, why do they have shell corporations? Why did he lie? What did Hunter do for the, the amount of money? Did Joe, was it a quid pro quo? I think so, this for that, when he fired the prosecutor because Barisma was paying his son a ton of money and he leveraged a billion of our tax dollars to get the guy fired in six hours and they continue to get paid. Hunter got paid as a result of that decision. That, that would meet the statutory language of bribery. All right, I love this non-lethal self-protection weapon so they call it the lethal launcher it's called burner b-y-r-n-a b-y-r-n-a now i like it as part of my own personal security strategy why because i always have carried a, a firearm my entire adult life i'm a big second amendment guy as you all know but what i like about this is it looks like a firearm fires like a firearm without any kickback at all, but they deliver formidable power that will stop attackers in their tracks. Then you don't have the legal complexities that would come with the use of lethal force. I have it as an option. I'm not going to explain exactly my personal security strategy, but I have both options. And I can hit a target from 40 feet away. Why? Because I've practiced a lot with it. Because I can do it without having my ears blown out. Linda, you've been practicing with it. I love this. It has two pepper sprays. And one tear gas in the projectile hits a perpetrator and incapacitates them. It's great. Yeah, it's great. It's easy. It's legal. And you know what? It gives you the opportunity to not take somebody else's life, still protect your own, call law enforcement. I mean, there's. it's just a win-win. I think it should be in every school district across the United States. Listen, at every home, and it's legal in every state, although there are restrictions in New York about the actual projectile. You, for example, you can't have the tear gas component in New York, and that's the one that I have to have, so that I follow the law. But anyway, you, you don't have to apply for it. You can get it in all 50 states, and this could save your life and your family's life. Please look at the videos. They will blow you away how they incapacitate people. Burner.com slash Hannity. Do it now. You get 10% off. Remember the spelling, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Hannity.